I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, August 5th. Quincy police are searching for a suspect in connection with Sunday's fire at a rooming house for women. Police say the blaze on Bigelow Street was suspicious, and they're asking if anyone has cell phone video of the fire scene because they believe the suspect stayed in the area during the fire. That suspect's described as a white male in his 30s with a medium build, about six foot one. Police say the man had a beard and perhaps long hair. He was last seen wearing dark shorts and a t-shirt, round glasses, and a hat. The fire started at around 3 a.m. in the outside rear of the building and quickly spread to the inside, leaving 14 residents homeless. Three people suffered minor injuries, including one person who jumped out a first-floor window. A multi-vehicle crash forced the partial shutdown of Interstate 95 in Sharon last night. Crash happened on the southbound side of the highway near mile marker 17, just prior to the South Main Street exit. No additional information about the crash was immediately available from state police. Drivers were urged to avoid the area. Police are investigating a crime scene in a busy part of downtown Boston where a witness said that a man was stabbed in the back of the neck. Police were dispatched to State Street after a stabbing was reported at around 3 p.m. In response to a reported stabbing, the victim they found was taken to a hospital with wounds not considered life-threatening. Investigators were seen looking at some bloody clothing in the area along the Freedom Trail across from the old State House. Other crews were seen sanitizing the area. Situation remains under investigation. Two lawmakers are calling on the MBTA to make bus and subway lines free to riders during the Orange Line shutdown. Senator Ed Markey and Congresswoman Ayanna Presley said in a statement that the unprecedented shutdown for massive upgrades will be devastating for marginalized communities. To mitigate the impact of the shutdown, they are urging the T to make all subway and bus lines, including the blue, red, green, and silver lines, fare-free for the duration of the Orange Line shutdown. In addition, fare-free transit would also help lower costs for riders during a time of rising inflation. The senator and representative said Congress has appropriated enough money to make fare-free rides possible. They say the state has let riders down and riders shouldn't have to shoulder both the inconvenience and the cost. The Orange Line is set to close on August 19th and reopen to riders on September 19th. Hold your horses, eager sports bettors. After months of public pressure on the legislature to legalize sports betting, The Gaming Commission telegraphed yesterday that it will take longer for them to make wagering a reality if or when the governor signs the bill than some people are expecting. Mindful that sports betting won't be legal unless and until Governor Baker signs the bill that lawmakers sent to him early Monday morning. He has until next Thursday to act. The Gaming Commission did not offer its own specific timeline for initiating legal betting in Massachusetts. But as commissioners talk through the steps they either must or want to take as they implement sports betting, a month's long timeline came into view. 
The formal regulatory process takes two to three months from start to finish, according to a commission's lawyer. And most license application processes in other states take between three and six months. One of the commission's first steps will be to hold at the first available date, once the governor signs the bill, a roundtable discussion with this existing licensees, Encore Boston Harbor, MGM Springfield, and Plain Ridge Park Casino, and simulcast centers, Raynham Park and Suffolk Downs, to get more detail on their plans for sports betting operations and to get their input as the commission sets out to regulate the new activity. TJX, the Framingham-based owner of TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods, has agreed to pay a $13 million penalty for selling previously recalled products, according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. The agreement settles charges that the firm knowingly sold, offered for sale, and distributed about 1,200 recalled products through its brick-and-mortar stores and online. The charges stem from 21 separate voluntary corrective actions from March of 2014 through October 2019. The majority of the mandatory recalls were products with a proven risk of infant suffocation and death, including items from Fisher-Price. Other products also had safety risks, including audio speakers that were found to leak hydrogen gas or explode, multiple chairs and bar stools that collapsed unexpectedly, and Ivanka Trump scarves that failed a flammability test. TJX continued to sell the products after their recalls were announced. In 2019, TJX issued a joint statement acknowledging their sales of the recalled products, In addition to paying the $13 million fine, the company agreed to maintain a compliance system to identify, quarantine, and dispose of all recalled products. A new study finds that Lyme disease cases have skyrocketed over the years, especially in rural areas. The report from the nonprofit Fair Health says that based on private insurance claims, diagnoses for the tick-borne illness are up 357% in rural areas over the past 15 years and 65% in urban locations. In the past five years, Lyme cases are up 60% in rural areas and 19% for urban areas. New England was featured prominently in the top Lyme disease states last year, Four states in the region were among the top five for places with the most Lyme diagnoses. The top states last year from highest to lowest, New Jersey, Vermont, Maine, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Maine, which was not previously on the list of the top five states for Lyme disease, assumed third place last year, suggesting a growing presence of the tick-borne illness in that state. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are mixed. The Dow was down 85 points. The Nasdaq rose 52. The S&P fell 3. Asian stocks were higher ahead of an update on the U.S. jobs market while the Fed weighs whether more rate hikes are needed to cool inflation. Dollars up. The euro's down. Oil is down to just under $89 a barrel. And sports. Kansas City beat the Red Sox 7-3. to 
They'll play again in Kansas City at 810 tonight. Forecast from the National Weather Service, hazy, hot, and humid. With an isolated storm today, high of 96. Muggy tonight, low 73. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and humid with a storm possible, high 92. Sunday, hot, humid, high of 96. And a high 92 on Monday. With a boater, waves about a foot. Winds out of the southwest at 5 knots, becoming southeasterly later today. High tide, 5.45 p.m. Sunrise at 5.40, set 7.57. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Friday, August 5th.